This episode is brought to you by NYX, a sustainable and natural mouthwash that aims to eliminate single-use plastic waste while using the highest quality natural ingredients to create a mouthwash that is both gentle on you and gentle on our planet. We are big fans of NYX, so much so that I recently brought it with me on my trip to France. NYX is gentle and effective, utilizing real ingredients with health benefits like peppermint oil and aloe vera. They have nixed the harsh chemicals, alcohol, synthetic additives, and preservatives that pollute your body and our waterways. Instead, leaving us with a natural mouthwash that really works is good for you and good for the planet. Each year, over 500 million plastic mouthwash bottles end up in landfills. That's enough to wrap around the earth three times. This is why NYX is dedicated to nixing single-use plastic through eco-friendly mouthwash crystals. The mouthwash crystals are lightweight and reduce carbon emissions from shipping. So incredible. By choosing NYX, you're keeping yourself and mother nature healthy and clean. They also donate 10% of profits to nonprofits that tackle environmental issues and help underprivileged children receive adequate dental care in the U.S. and abroad. There is so much to love about NYX as a company and a product. Fresh Breath is just the top of it. And we know you're going to love it as much as we do. If you want to try NYX, you can save 25% off your first order when you visit nixmouthwash.com. That's N-I-X mouthwash.com and use code CWPODCAST, one word at checkout. You can also find the direct link in our show notes. My name is Erica Stein. And I'm Allie French. And this is a podcast about individual journeys within wellness and how to navigate it all. After Allie experienced a cancer diagnosis in her 20s, and Erica went through a self-love journey, we created a platform to interview real people from all walks of life that have combined all types of practices. From physical wellness to emotional and spiritual, we hear courageous stories and focus on why it's important to share them. We are both certified integrative nutrition health coaches and together with our community are learning to live our most purposeful lives by sharing one courageous story at a time. It takes courage to share these journeys and by talking about them, we aim to destigmatize the process. We want you to be your own health advocate, feel educated and informed on the latest in health and wellness and empower you to feel your absolute best. And because we wanna bring forth a wide variety of stories, the opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect our own, but we hope the diverse and varied stories will empower you to make the best choices for your own life. So join us as we and our community share our courageous wellness. This episode is brought to you by Ned. Let's talk about CBD. The CBD market feels really saturated these days, doesn't it? It seems like you can get it at any coffee shop or grocery store, and many CBD brands actually source their hemp from industrial hemp farms in China. The brand that we love and more importantly, the brand that we trust is Ned. Ned produces some of the highest quality CBD available in the world. And Erica and I only partner with brands that we ourselves use. 
Ned shares third-party lab reports, who farms their products, and their extraction process all right there on their website. Ned is also USDA certified organic with all products extracted from USDA certified organic hemp plants grown by an independent farmer named Jonathan in Peonia, Colorado. How is that for knowing exactly where your CBD comes from? We have both been longtime users of Ned. I rely on the full spectrum hemp oil to help with anxiety and the hormone balance blend has been a game changer as I transitioned off of birth control. And today we want to talk about Ned's new product, which has been in development for over a year, the de-stress blend. I've gone through two bottles since it's come out and I could not be more obsessed with the benefits and the effects. This one-to-one formula of CBD and CBG is made from the world's purest full spectrum hemp and check out these ingredients. CBG is known as the mother of all cannabinoids because of how effective it is at combating anxiety and stress by inhibiting the reuptake of GABA, the neurotransmitter responsible for stress regulation. Ashwagandha is an amazing Ayurvedic adaptogen that enhances your body's resilience to stress. And the delicious taste of this blend is thanks to the botanical infusion of cardamom and cinnamon. Cinnamon is a powerful prebiotic that supports your gut health, a key player in your mental health. And cardamom combats stress by helping reduce your blood pressure and cortisol levels. Also, Ned's quality speaks for itself. The products have over 1,500 five-star reviews, and they work with incredible partners within the medical field like Dr. Carolyn Leaf, Dr. Christian Gonzalez, and Dr. Will Cole, who has been a two-time guest on this podcast. If you'd like to give Ned a try, Courageous Wellness listeners get 15% off Ned products with the code CWPODCAST. Visit helloned.com slash CWPODCAST to get access. That's H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com forward slash CWPODCAST to get 15% off. Thank you, Ned, for sponsoring the show and offering our listeners a natural remedy for some of life's most common health issues. You can also find a link in our show notes. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Courageous Wellness. We have a great episode for you today with JC Gossett from the class, and we're going to dive into a lot of... um, topics surrounding fertility as well. And so, uh, but before we get into all of that, we are going to do our usual weekly updates and intro for you. So one of the things that Erica and I have been talking about, um, is the fact that we have a handful of new coaching clients. As many of you know, we also are integrative nutrition health coaches with focuses on um, hormone health and gut health, which are intricately related. Um, But one of the things that's been coming up with a bunch of our new clients is really the, the importance and the power of learning to manage our blood sugar and how, how truly empowering it can be both from an energy perspective, a satiety perspective. Of course it has incredible long-term benefits, but I always get really excited as more and more people understand like the elements that it takes to balance our blood, uh, sugar and how, um, how really like empowering it can be because, it, it feels so good when you learn those steps. And we often talk about the combination of healthy fats and fiber and protein all coming together to give us long lasting energy uh, to avoid those spikes and crashes. And um, it's just exciting as 
nutrition health coaches to see it really having lasting impact in people's day to day. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at. That's one of the things that I'm feeling excited about this week. And, um, yeah, Erica, like, is there anything you want to add in or anything you're kind of going through or excited about? Yeah, no, absolutely. And you know, I'll link, we'll link below in the show notes. We did a solo episode on blood sugar balance, like a whole, uh, episode on it. So I'll link it if anyone wants to listen there. Cause it's kind of like a coaching session, which, um, is great. I mean, it's a conversation, but, um, it offers a lot of great information. And if you are looking for more tailored, information or a tailored approach, we do offer free health coaching consultations. So you can find all that information in our show notes and And on our website. website. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Jinx, jinx, jinx. Speaking of jinx, because I feel like that's something I said a lot in the nineties and two (laughs) thousands. I'm like, that kind of leads me into my update for the week. It's so interesting. I've been watching a lot of like comfort TV and comfort content. And one of those is boy meets world, which if you are a nineties and two thousands kid, that was such a part of like TGIF and just good, like childhood TV for me. And I loved boy meets world. I loved Topanga. I loved the whole thing. And it's funny to be, it's on Disney plus, And it's funny to be rewatching it as like an adult Um, it's super cute. It's super, some of it's super cheesy, but it's just like feel good comfort content. Highly recommend going and embracing your inner child and rewatching shows you used to love. Um, but you know, what's crazy is as I'm watching it and I'm watching it with my husband, he reminded me, he's like, Oh, they filmed this on Bradford, which is, um, CBS now. I don't know if it was always CBS, but it's a studio lot in studio city. Um, it's called the Radford lot, but I worked there for a few years Mm -hmm. and I've just had this like moment of like, so crazy that this show that was my favorite show as a kid that I would like watch. Um, I ended up working on the lot, right? Like you just never know where life takes you. And I was there working on a couple TV shows and it's such, I knew it was a really historic lot. Like I knew they filmed Seinfeld there and Will and Grace and, um, a lot. And apparently boy meets world tennis <laughs> shows, but, um, it's funny. So now I'm watching it and like, I- I'm, I'm recognizing cause like places, I worked because I worked in like a fake, um, I worked in wardrobe on a couple TV shows and it was a fake house. It was like, it looked like a house on the outside, but it was a facade, but it's like a, it's like a full office on the inside. And, um, the whole street, there was like, Radford's actually a really tiny lot. And like the New York street is literally like, it's like as big as probably like it's, it's so small. It's a teeny tiny lot. So I'm watching like all these things I walked by or like the backyard of the facade house I worked at. Yeah. And it's so tiny, but they make it look so big. Like it's this big park and, um, it's just funny, but just again, like you never know where life is going to take you. Sorry. I'm going to get sappy. It's Leo season, not Libra season. So we're not in my like mushy Libra season yet coming up in a couple months, but, um, yeah, it's just like, you never know where life is going to take you. And I can't believe like the show I loved, I was like, is, was where I worked for, for many years. And, um, yeah, I just have a lot of appreciation. Yeah. It's fun to have that kind of nostalgia, but also, like you said, the appreciation and, um, and just good to be able to recognize that because 
you know, I think sometimes we move so quickly mm-hmm. through life, through day to day. And Erica, I feel like you're really good at this. And you remind me too, even in our work now in Courageous Wellness and our, our company, like to really celebrate this small little wins Absolutely. and moments where they can be easily, um, you know, looked over or passed over because you're so busy and on to the next thing. But it's really important to take those moments and just have the appreciation because it's like, it gives you perspective. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and I really can relate to that. So, and it's like, you never know where life is going to continue to take you. Right. Yeah. It's like, Ooh, well, what else is going to come around the corner that I don't even re- like, what am I watching now? That will be an important part of my future life. And I feel that way about courageous wellness a lot, but the second part of my update is much more wellnessy. And, um, so I'm very, I mentioned this, I think a few episodes ago, since we got our puppy, our little, our little puppy, Layla, I am very into my skincare routine because it's a time of self-care for me. Like it is when I am able to be alone and just, (laughs) and, and just wash my face and take care of my skin, which I really care about. And I have to keep it pretty condensed. So I have mastered and I'm going to share my four step. It's only four steps and it's an amazing four steps and it's a four step skincare routine. And it's, I think all clean, natural products. Um, I'm pretty sure for the most part, you can always check with the environmental working group website, um, and do your own research. But the first is, um, Bittner's daughter. I'm using their active botanical essence and active botanical serum. I don't know if it's active botanical serum, but I'm using their essence and their serum. It's for them. It's, it's the only two steps you need in your entire, um, skincare. Your entire skincare regimen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. And it's made with the best ingredients. It makes your skin literally glow. And I know Vintner's daughter can be a little pricey, but they, the bottles last for so long and you only yeah. need a few drops and it's literally two steps. So that was, that's literally my two-step skincare routine. And we actually have, um, a link in our show notes for free two-day shipping. If you mm-hmm. want to check that out and get on that. And then the other two steps, cause I said, it's a four step. So actually before I use Vintner's daughter, I use milk and honey products. And this episode is sponsored by milk and honey. They're an amazing female founded female funded brand out of Austin, Texas. All their products are hyper clean as possible. Um, really gentle, really nourishing, just really incredible. And they really curate their online boutique to have other hyper clean products that are also good for your skin. So I use, before I use the Vintner's daughter's products, I use the milk and honey gel cleanser, which I really love. And it's so hard to find a good cleanser. I've had a hard time finding a good cleanser. That's just gentle and natural. So I use their cleanser and then I end with the super goop sunscreen, the glow screen SPF 40, which you can get on the milk and honey website. And so that's it. Those are my four steps. The gel cleanser, the Vintner's daughter essence, the Vintner's daughter serum, and then the super the goop sunscreen glow screen. And so, yeah, I'm really loving that. And if anyone wants to check out milk and honey again, their online boutique is incredible. They have their own hyper clean milk and honey line, but they also carry brands like super goop, like Osea Malibu, Kula sun care, virtue moon juice. It's all there. It's just 
It's amazing. And you can save 20% off your order with code CW podcast. So yes. Yeah. Everyone is. We're we're a fan of milk and honey. And of course, if you're in any of the cities with their spas, you can use that code for a discount on their spa services as well. CW podcast for 20% off. So, um, we have a great episode. So do you want to get to it? Yes, let's do it. Do you want to take us away, Allie? Sure. So today on the podcast, we welcome JC Gossett, founding teacher and VP of training and development at The Class. The Class is a cathartic workout experience like no other that combines movement, meditation, and guides you to restore balance in yourself. JC's classes create space to discover strengths, explore freedom, and reconnect to truth. She brings her love of music and dance to the class and encourages her students to move, feel, and live with full expression. She also just helped launch the class fertility series in May, available on their online streaming platform. The fertility series helps women, transgender, and non-binary people understand that the stronger their mind and body are together, the more resilience they'll have throughout their own fertility journey. The link between mental and physical strength has been one that is often left out of the conversation. And additionally, the conversation on women's health is now more relevant than ever. One in five individuals and couples will experience fertility challenges and normalizing this conversation is something JC and the class are very passionate about. In this conversation, JC shares her own struggles and her own fertility journey. She talks all about the fertility series and shares incredible tips and tools with us today to work through our emotions on fertility. It's a great conversation and we hope you enjoyed the episode. This episode is sponsored by Sprout Living. We are very excited to share all about our favorite new plant-based protein powders by Sprout Living. Sprout Living is delicious and we really appreciate the nourishing quality ingredients. Sprout Living protein powders are all USDA organic, vegan, grain-free, soy-free, gluten-free, nut-free, kosher, and non-GMO with a pumpkin seed, yellow pea, and sunflower seed protein blend that offers up to 26 grams of plant-based protein and superfoods, herbs, and spices. They offer sample packs so you can try all their delicious flavors, including original chocolate maca, vanilla lucuma, and green kingdom. What makes Sprout Living different from most plant-based powders is that they avoid the unnecessary additives that many others on the market use. That means they don't use any gums, thickeners, or natural flavoring, which isn't really natural at all. Instead, they only use real whole superfoods and adaptogens, which is cool because it makes the blends multifunctional. I love to use the chocolate maca blend with cashew butter, chia seeds, flax milk, frozen blueberries, and spinach to make a decadent smoothie that tastes just like a chocolate shake. If you want to try Sprout Living, you can save 20% off your order by using code CWPODCAST. Visit www.sproutliving.com and use code CWPODCAST, one word, to save 20% off. They also offer free shipping and a 100% money-back guarantee. Give them a try and let us know if you love it as much as we do. You can also find direct links in the show notes. So welcome, JC. We are so happy to have you on the Courageous Wellness Podcast. And yeah, to get us started, can you tell us a little bit about your personal background and your journey in wellness and how it led you to the class? 
Hi, thanks so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Yes, my name is JC. And so my, my official title at the class is I'm a founding teacher. I've been teaching the method of the class since 2014. I took my first class with Taryn in the very beginning stages of her birthing this method in 2013. And then I moved into my role in uh, the VP of training and development training teachers, developing the teachers and working along with Taryn in the development of the method in 2015, 2015, 16. So I've been with the company since then. Like many people, I took my first class with Taryn. I had known Taryn many, many years before we were kind of uh, gravitating in similar wellness circles, if you can say, whether that was through yoga, spirituality, uh, we had similar, we had some of the same teachers, we're studying with the same, some of the same teachers and we're in a, a women's collective that this amazing teacher, Alison Sinatra started way, way, way back like 20 years ago when um, women's circles and that type of work was not uh, maybe so mainstream you know so she was really a pioneer i think in that space and that's how i ended up knowing taryn but as many people i i took my first class and in the first few seconds i was just like whoa what is happening here this is amazing this is a combination of all of the things that i love i don't know what is going to happen but i know i need to be here and just be close to this and this is an opportunity for fitness to be really revolutionized and and shifted in a way where we're no longer just working out to focus on the external pieces of our body where we're like how do i lose inches how do i lose numbers on the scale but it it spoke to so much of the energetics and the narratives in the mind and was was challenging in a way where you were just confronted on your own stuff and I don't know about other people, but like that kind of stuff's fun to me. That's how I like to spend my time. So it kind of checked a bunch of boxes. And prior to that, I had movement was always my first love. Dance was my first love. I grew up in a family of all boys and myself. My mom pushed hard on a bunch of things that she thought that a identifying girl should do. And many of them did not stick for me, but dance was the thing that I was able to process things I didn't know it at the time that were going on for me in my home, in my family, in my own adolescence and evolution as a, as a teenager and all of these things that I didn't have any tools around, but I was moving energy when I was dancing. And all I knew was that I felt better when I was doing that. I felt more like myself. I was connected to something and it, it gave me this outlet that I didn't have anywhere else. So I fell in love with dance, which then opened the door to studying yoga, spirituality, getting more into the healing modalities around movement. I spent a lot of time in competition dance and performative dance, dancing for like TV and commercials. And I got to this point where the competitive angle and performance angle, while I respect it, I think it's amazing. The talent is off the charts. It's very hard work. I, I was missing more of the healing aspect around it. And I really wanted that back. So I went on a couple different paths with that. I traveled around the world. I studied movement and the way people move their bodies in many different places and spaces and how that does create a healing opportunity. And I worked on a project for the Travel Channel, channel called Dance the World. I started leading retreats around movement and empowerment. And then fast forward, 
ended up back in New York, took my class with Taryn in 2013. And then that was it. Like I was connected with the class from that day, from that day on. Yeah. Thank you for sharing a little bit about your journey. And, you know, the class has been around for a little while now, as you said. So I think it's more on, you know, folks in this who are interested in this kind of work, the more of the mainstream radar, but if anybody hasn't, if anybody's listening who hasn't taken the class or hasn't even been exposed to it, can you just share a little bit, um, about what what makes it different? Yeah. What it is. It's, it's a hard thing to describe because even after I took it for the first time, to describe it to someone is really yeah. difficult. Yeah. Yes. And we can talk about it in a couple of ways. I mean, the, the, the most simple way to really talk about it, if you've never taken it or you've taken it and you're like, what am I doing? What is happening? So we're, we're a music driven movement practice. It is challenging. It's fun. It's cathartic. What your body is going to be doing is a combination of strength training, cardio, mindfulness, and dynamic meditation. So the things that your body are doing are things that you've probably seen before in, in fitness. You're seeing squats, you're doing jumping jacks, you're working in um, strength training where we're doing sculpting exercises for long periods of time that are buffered around cardio bursts. But that's really like the, the what it looks like. And then what's happening is we're practicing mindfulness and meditation. So we're observing the mind, we're witnessing thoughts, we're practicing non-judgment, we're coming back to the present. And through that, we're able to do this energetic, emotional processing of what is really going on. What is in your body? What are you feeling? What is What has been carried around with you? What are strong energies and emotions that could potentially be moved through the breath, through the movement, through sound that help us ultimately feel better? come back to a deeper sense of connection, arrive home within ourselves, And the only thing you need is your mat. There's no really any additional props or anything that you need. It's pretty incredible. I, um, Ali and I took it together in Los Angeles when you guys were here before the pandemic and, um, yeah, brought all our friends. And I feel like everyone who has taken it has had a big release in the class. Like I, I'm much more of a crier now, but when I wasn't a crier and I was like sobbing at the end of the class and, um, my girlfriends, a lot of them were also sobbing at the end of the class. And, um, something I find really interesting too. And I've since taken it as well on your online platform. And I, I want to say I, I personally, especially in times of real, um, challenge or stickiness, I find I get the same thing I got online at home that I did get in class. You know, of course I miss the group atmosphere, but I'm definitely here to say I've gotten the same cathartic release feeling from doing it at home, but the screaming component, like this almost, um, access to our untamed part of our, like, ourselves is something really special, right? Like this vocal release that is part of the class. And maybe you can touch on that a little bit as well. Thank you for sharing your experience. And that's why sometimes people are like, wait, what is it? It's different. It's this, that's because everybody really has such a different experience. And even if you keep coming to practice the class, it's going to shift for you every time. And that's part of the magic of it is 
you're just like life. You're going to have different experiences. And the way that that method works is you come in and you get what you need. And what you need that day may be different from your friend, even though you're both doing the exact same thing in class. Um, so one of the things we did, we do use, like you said, is vocal release. And you know, sometimes people are like, oh, that's the screaming class. That's the crying class. So you guys, you guys cry and yell. I don't know if that's for me. <laughs> so I just want to say that, yes, there's vocal release in it. Is All of this is optional. Nobody has to do anything. You don't have to cry. It really just depends on what you choose to access and what you are accessing in terms of energy and emotions, which by the way, we all have, there's no bypassing emotions. Like if you are a living being, you have an emotional body. We're not robots, we're not computers. It just so happens that our emotional body is something that not necessarily we're coached on, educated on, or know even how to access it. So through everything that we do in the class, the moving and the breathing and the vocal release is an opportunity to just give vibration and a opening of the door to the things that go on inside. We use our voices if we are are blessed and able to use our voices and speak, we use it in a way of where of communication that is maybe more um, society based, like in our work life, but we don't necessarily use our voices in a way that would be accessing energy and stored emotions. So when we cue people to breathe in and uh, and go into the things that you we are, I mean speaking for myself, I have a bunch of stuff going on for me that I, I clamp down on. I'm not able to say it yet, maybe to the person or out into the space. And maybe it's not safe or appropriate to say it to the person of how we're really feeling or how we're feeling about something. But in the class, we're inviting you. Let's go into those spaces. It's not about anybody else. This is safe. Use the sound. Unearth all of these words and think about all the experiences that you think about on a day-to-day -day basis that happened a year ago, five minutes ago, 20 years ago. And you're still like, I should have said this, or I'm still not really feeling ease around this experience. All that's still living in our body. So when we give that vibrational opportunity for the sound to come through, the body begins to release. And sometimes that's with tears. And sometimes that's with laughter. And sometimes that's with, ah, gotta let this out, right? If, it, if, it's, uh, if it's not coming out, right? It's just going inwards. It's, it's, it's still more directed towards ourself. Yeah, thank you for that explanation. I think it's, um, it captures, at least like you said, each individual's experience can be so different in there. But one thing as you were sharing too, in the context of like doing that kind of, um, physical movement and release in the other ways through sound, um, through sweat, through <laughs> tears, yeah. whatever it might be. You know, if anybody's listening to this and be like, oh, well, I couldn't do that in front of other people. I think sometimes like in, in sort of like a traditional fitness setting, there's so much sort of, whether we're conscious of it or not, this sort of like self-consciousness that can happen. And I have to say doing, the first time I did the class, I think it gave me permission for like letting all of that go and not, not you, you do get to have this kind of, yes, it's a group experience, but you get to also just like really have this personal experience and everybody else is going through that for themselves as well. And in a way, I think I've carried that through me. Like it broke down a lot of those sort of, um, overthinking mm -hmm. anybody else, like, and now going to, 
movement, whatever the movement experience might be, understanding like why I'm there for me. And I think there is something really um, unique about the experience of the class that kind of allows you to get outside of your yourself or your, your sense of um, just, I don't know, breaks down other aspects of like even social kind of inhibition. Um, and so I think that that was really, I think in my own experience, that was also really just like a benefit for, for getting to do that. Um, because I think I've been able to carry it with me in other, like in other settings too. Right. That's the hope. The hope that is the tools that we are offering and all practicing together. And the teacher, the the teachers are, we're co-facilitators. We're going through it with you. So there is a permission there we're with you, we're doing it with you. The room is doing it. You don't have to do it. There's no pressure, but those tools that we are practicing are for life. They're not for only just do them in the class and you can just get them here. It's bring this into your, your everyday life. And it is so encouraging when you are either by yourself at home doing this digitally or with a group of people where we're letting all of those worries and those barriers within ourselves down, all of the social programming, don't rock the boat, don't be too loud, don't draw attention to yourself, go with the flow, be nice, smile. <laughs> and what we're saying is, cool, we're not, dis- we're not discouraging any of that. However, there is a whole other internal world going on within ourselves. And it is, it's important for people to witness us in the healing process. And you know better than anybody, the healing process is not pretty, it's not perfect, it's not packaged in rainbows and unicorns. It's intense. Breaking down things to break through is not a A, B plus C equals D equation. It's unique, it's individual, and it comes, of course, with strong energies and emotions and a undoing. Otherwise, how how are we going to how are we moving through anything? You know what I mean? If there, if there isn't this permission to be like, I'm just going to move through all of this, let all of this go and just see where, where this is going to take me on the other side. It's not going to be pretty, it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be necessarily like someone else is going to watch this (laughs) and be like, Oh yeah. Okay, cool. That's what healing is. It's, it can be it can be kind of scary and intimidating if it's something that you're not used to. We want to take a quick break from this episode to tell you about today's sponsor, Milk and Honey. Milk and Honey is a female founded and funded brand that began as a luxury day spa in Austin, Texas, and has since grown to include eight locations across Texas and Los Angeles, California, as well as a line of bath, body, and skincare products born from the spa. One of Milk and Honey's best-selling products is the natural deodorant, which is loved by Zoe Kravitz and was featured in her Vogue's Beauty Secrets video. I've been using the baking soda free version exclusively for over two, three years. This gentle aluminum free baking soda free deodorant was designed to nourish sensitive skin while keeping you feeling and smelling fresh all day long. It never gave me any itchy red bumps when I switched over and passed the smell test, even after an intense workout. It truly is the best and comes in two scents, lavender tea tree and lemon vanilla. 
In addition to clean deodorant, their online boutique also offers clean beauty products from top brands, including Osea Malibu, Virtue, Moon Juice, Kula Sun Care, Supergoop, and more. Some favorite products of mine other than the deodorant include Milk and Honey's Gel Cleanser, Supergoop Glow Screen and SPF 40, which I now buy on their site, and Osea's Body Oil and Vegas Nerve Oil, which activates the body's relaxation response and helps regulate stress. Their spas are also lovely, and we are both big fans of their spa treatments. And we now offer discounts at both the online boutique and spa locations on all spa and med spa treatments. We are also thrilled to partner with Milk and Honey to offer a courageous wellness spa package called the Courageous Wellness Retreat at a discounted rate. The Courageous Wellness Retreat combines a 60-minute milk and honey signature massage, which is a Swedish massage tailored to your needs, focusing on relaxation and stress relief combined with body brushing, an exfoliating and detoxifying treatment that uses a natural bristle brush that you get to take home to stimulate your lymph and circulation while also reviving dull skin. Courageous Wellness listeners can enjoy 20% off your next order at milkandhoney.com and 20% off your first spa service at any Milk and Honey location with code CWPODCAST. Visit milkandhoneyspa.com to find a location near you. And if you want to try the Courageous Wellness Spa package offered at a special rate, use the code Courageous Wellness Retreat to redeem. This is not able to be combined with any other discount or promotion. You can also find all the information in our show notes. Yeah, absolutely. But it's definitely for anybody who hasn't, who's like listening to us today, and, and maybe this is your first um, introduction or you've heard of it, but you haven't had the opportunity to do it. If you do, uh, it's definitely, it's definitely worth trying. It's worth um, it. Yeah. It's worth it. It, your body will thank you. Your heart will thank you. Your mind will thank you. It'll stay with you. It'll stay with you and it'll keep growing in different ways. And we're all very, very um, kind, nice people at the class. <laughs> you are. <laughs> we will make you feel comfortable. We will make you feel comfortable, I promise. <laughs> yes. And um, so I'm just curious now that you guys have also launched this new um, fertility component that, that the class is now offering or this fertility series, can you share like where that was birthed? How I mean, I guess it's like a funny word to use, but like, <laughs> um, where that came from and, um, and what it is now and how you've integrated it into a part of this, um, curriculum. Yes. Yeah. So we, to give you a little bit of background, uh, you can, you can practice with us in person in New York in our Tribeca studio. We're opening our LA studio in June. So you're going to be able to come in, have in-person experiences in those two studio locations, our digital platform. We stream all over the world. You can tune in, take classes with us that way. And then through the original method of the class, we've started to create these different contents series that are thematic, that have a theme based around them. And then we're taking the practice of the actual movement piece and we're add or adding conversations around the theme and, and meditations. So the fertility series came through this place of there's uh, about five teachers at the class who've all been on their own unique fertility challenges. People have been writing in students to us at the class and asking for some type of movement or conversation around fertility 
IVF, the process of conception, dealing with miscarriage, dealing with loss. I mean, if we're if we're talking about the movement and the method being an opportunity to release and um, maybe work through challenging things in life, fertility challenges are, are a big one. There's one in five people that are looking to conceive are experiencing some type of fertility channel challenges. So Natalie and I were having a conversation. Natalie is our, our co-CEO uh, at the class and the EVP of programming. And I've been myself on this fertility, uh, this fertility, I guess, journey, you could say for over four years now. And when I started sharing about my story, I had a lot of responses. A lot of people started also sharing about their stories. And what we started to really see is you kind of think it's a common thing because there's so one in five people are going through something, but it's still a very unspoken conversation that has a lot of shame. There, there's a lot of guilt. There's a lot of, um, holding around it. And what we wanted to do was kind of shatter all of that. If the class in itself is a safe space for people to come and heal and do whatever they need, then let's open it up around the conversation of fertility. So we have five teachers that are sharing their stories on their fertility journey. It's uh, myself and my theme is working with grief. We have Tia Spowart who her theme is finding acceptance. Brooke Roth is doing letting it be messy. CJ is doing moving from shame to empowerment and Laura Camilleri is doing listening to my body. So you'll hear each one of those teachers share their story. This is what my journey has been with fertility. We have everything from like someone going through multiple IVF and then eventually having two kids naturally, freezing somebody freezing their eggs, someone dealing with a low ovarian reserve very young in life and um, someone going through IVF kind of unexpectedly with their, with their partner going through a cancer diagnosis. So you have five different stories. Each one of those stories will lead into a meditation based on the theme, so you don't have to move your body at all. And then each teacher is going to lead a no impact class. So you're able to move safely wherever you are on the fertility journey, whether you're in the stimulation phase, whether you're waiting for results, move your body in a safe way and find some opportunity to move with a theme or listen to a theme that speaks to you to support you on your fertility journey, whether you're going through it right now or you went through it years ago, or even if you're just curious about it and are beginning the path. Thank you. I mean, it's so beautiful. And, and as you mentioned, it's so, so many women, so many, um, individuals who can carry children, they, it's so interesting because it is so common to struggle with infertility, but it's so, it's still so unspoken, right? It's still so, um, yeah, it's the, the stigma around it. It's definitely still there. And so I think the way you're describing it to create this beautiful space and community where people can access others who are going through the same thing, but also, right. If they still need to, if they're, like you said, at any stage of your journey, the fact that this can be accessed at home too, I think is very like nice and soothing. And then it can be the individual's choice as well to be like, okay, I'm going to reach out. I'm going to DM JC. I'm going to DM somebody and like connect to the greater community when I'm ready, or maybe they're already ready and jumping in. But I think it's a really beautiful thing to create and not start the conversation is happening, but like really, um, 
illuminate and elevate the conversation around fertility struggles. And I know you mentioned as, as one of the curators and one of the people behind this program, would you be open to sharing maybe some of your own fertility journey for anybody who's listening, who might be currently struggling? Yeah. So I, I think I kind of started out in a place where, where most people do, which is I, I didn't have the, uh, in my upbringing, the conversation around freezing your eggs or fertility planning wasn't the norm. You know, it it was sort of like one day you're going to meet somebody and that person is the one and you'll get married and have kids. But until then, whatever you do, don't get pregnant, 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 don't get pregnant from all angles. Right. And it was presented in a way where you're educated around sex, around STDs <laughs> and basically preventing pregnancy. And that was, that was it. Those were like the two things. And so I didn't find my person. I, I focused on my career. My, my um, driving force was creating a, a purposeful life for myself and becoming financially independent and that road took me a certain way until I, you know, I, I have a husband now I met, we got together almost 10 years ago and we were both carving out our way in the world and our careers and fast forward years into our relationship, which if I look back now is around four and a half years, we started having this conversation around, okay, what does this look like if we just start trying and starting to try for us meant that we were no longer trying to not get pregnant. We're like, okay. So I saw, you know, I read the books, my parents, how's the baby's born. The first one is like a store comes. The second book my parents showed me was like this sperm and then the egg and then this beautiful baby happened. And that just didn't happen. Didn't happen. And it didn't happen. And it didn't happen. And I had some really great friends and my husband that were like, huh, maybe we should talk to somebody. And that kind of sat me down and we're like, listen, we've been through this. We want to not have you struggle in the way that we did. You're of a certain age, which I didn't realize after you're a certain age, I want to say it's like maybe 36. If you're not conceiving within six months, you're supposed to go and see a fertility expert. So I didn't know that. And then I saw my first fertility uh, specialist around the age of 40 and went into the world of unexplained fertility. So for me personally, I was diagnosed with this unexplained infertility, which was something I had never heard of. Basically, they couldn't pinpoint anything other than my age to say, well, this is the reason why you're not able to conceive. All of my tests were good. My husband's sperm was good, all the things. So through this, I went on a journey of first starting IUI. And if you don't know what IUI is, is they're, they're trying to have you conceive in, inside of your body. It's like a timed ovulation. You're sometimes supported with medication, sometimes not. And then um, they take your partner's sperm or you get some sperm from somewhere and then they time your ovulation and then they put a catheter in through your cervix and the, the sperm goes in and then you're waiting. So I tried that many times that didn't work for me. And then I progressed into IVF, which is, if you don't know, then everything is happening outside of your body. They're taking your eggs out. They're taking um, some sperm, your partners or a collection, and they're trying to make embryos outside of your body. So through my journey, I've never been able to get to the point where I've had any viable embryos or to conceive naturally at this point. So I'm, I'm sitting 
in this unexplained infertility world, trying to navigate now different options that were things that, I, yeah, I mean, weren't part of the conversation, like egg donors, um, surrogacy, adoption, and some of those things like egg donors, I just never heard of. No, I had no idea that that was something that you could do and how that process worked. And um, so for myself, the beginning of this journey, I was in a lot of shock, I guess I can just say. I had a lot of narratives of like, well, you're in wellness, so you must be the most healthy person out there. Like, why can't you just conceive and you exercise and you eat well and you look fertile, which I don't know what that means. <laughs> you look so fertile. How come you can't do this? So there was a lot of internalizing and shame of like, wow, what is wrong with me? How, why can't I do this? I'm, there's this expectation that as a woman, your body should just be able to do this. And when it doesn't, all of these very self-confronting narratives and programming comes up about your worth and your values and what is going to happen for you that, that really force you to look within and say like, okay, what does this mean for me? How am I going to let this define me? And where, where am I in, in all of this? And it's not a comfortable conversation for a lot of people to have. I mean, if they hear, I think in the world of fertility, the, the old way is it's, it's beautiful and amazing, right? You're thinking baby clothes, you're thinking baby showers, you're thinking all these things. And we're kind of conditioned more to share our successes than our challenges. And a lot of the times people don't know how to have conversations that are not about the success and the celebration, but about the heart, about the challenge. This episode is brought to you by BASE. Ever wanted to figure out why you are feeling sluggish or bloated or what's really up with your stress levels or why you never feel truly rested? With BASE at-home blood work kits, a simple finger prick or saliva sample makes it easy to find out the answers to common health concerns. Whether you know which tests you want to get started with or you need some guidance, BASE's proprietary assessment quiz makes it easy to begin your health journey empowered with an understanding of your own body. Members can measure, understand, and improve their health levels related to the five most common areas of health concerns, diet, stress, energy, sleep, and sex drive. The result of your hormone, vitamin, or nutrient tests are delivered to you through BASE's app and come with personalized recommendations, including lifestyle changes, supplement suggestions, and more. We both had the opportunity to try base and we love having the information at our fingertips and really recommend it as a resource. You know, we are huge proponents of advocating for your own health and base gives you a baseline information about yourself just to make it easier. Pricing starts at $59.95 per month or quarterly, or you can start with base complete, which are eight tests upfront for $450. We are happy to be able to offer our listeners 20% off with the code CWPODCAST. To get started, take the base quiz, which will give you a recommendation for a personalized testing plan. Visit get-base.com slash CWPODCAST to receive 20% off with code CWPODCAST at checkout. You can also find the direct link to the quiz in our show notes. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I think, well, it makes sense with, with 
you and the other instructors creating this series as well. I think even, I mean, even just like in the context and we talk about it with podcasts and any sort of health, um, journey challenges, whatever it might be, hearing other people's stories can be very, very, um, empowering it just in the sense of like, Hey, this might, this experience that you're going through might be unique to you, but also you're not alone in having that experience, um, or having something similar, or maybe feeling grief around this type of experience or whatever it might be. And just like kind of creating these points of connection through storytelling, through experiences that, um, can be very, I think, powerful. And it's not that it changes the results sometimes, but, um, it can just like open, I think people's hearts and minds to each other and to help each other through those experiences. Um, so I think, you know, you just sharing your story today on our show, but also creating this series. Um, I know that so many people will, will be able to connect even if not even directly to the exact experience. It'll help them connect back to themselves too, through understanding that so many other people, um, go through challenges and that there are complexities and multiple emotions. And it, you know, it's funny when I first sort of heard like, Oh, the class is doing fertility, fertility series. I didn't like really put two and two together until you were explaining the class again today. I was like, Oh yeah, it makes total sense because of the nature of the movement work, the emotional component of it, the meditative component of it, the mindfulness component of it. It makes total sense that this um, grew out of it and has a, as a home in it too, because of the kind of like processing that actually happens, um, through, through the work that you guys do at the class. So thank you for sharing that. And, um, I'm sure our listeners will appreciate it as well. And I know Erica and I do too. Absolutely. I, I have a question too, for anybody who is listening and is like really in it right now. And, um, you know, you, you mentioned, right. Like, it can be hard to even know where to start to have these like conversations about the hard things. Right. And I know it's so amazing now that the fertility series exists for anyone to access, but if somebody can't access it or isn't ready to access it, are there any tips for anybody who's listening where you would encourage them? I know it's so different for every person, but just something anyone in it can really take away is like, what do you think is like the first place to start to have these hard conversations or to maybe even have the courage to share what they're going through or, Mm -hmm. and it was just like the first place to start. Yeah. Thank thank you for that. And it is so different for each person and and where they are. What was helpful for me in, in this journey, which I kind of got to this place, but if you are listening and you are in it, whether it's about fertility or about anything, I mean, that first universal teaching is, is the temporariness of it, right? It's there in some aspect, it is temporary. And that might not mean the thing that you're going through is ever going to go away, but the point of which we are in it and the intensity of that roller coaster ride is going to shift and change. So whatever you're feeling in this current moment, at some point, it's going to be, it's going to move to something else. And that's just the natural way things work and things just don't stay, stay the same. Everything is changing and shifting. Um, 
Two, knowing that there's nothing wrong with you. <laughs> knowing that if you are in it, internalizing it and pointing the finger back at yourself is not going to help at all. Doesn't mean that you're a bad person. Doesn't mean you did anything wrong. It doesn't mean that you're broken. It doesn't mean that like all of your energy going in towards yourself is necessarily the way out. So when we're in it, and it helps to think about it, this thing's like we're in, we're going in. <laughs> we're kind of like consumed with thoughts, energy, strong emotions, experiences, memories, environments. And all of that gives that kind of like stuck feeling when you're like trudging through something hard, it feels like you're in the mud. So what we're looking to do is some access point to come back out. For us in this method, we are, act, we are doing that, the coming back out through movement, breath, mindfulness, meditation, music. One of those things may speak to you. Moving your body might, be, might not be the first thing that comes to you. What if you, what if you started breathing? Inhale, make space, exhale, let something go. Inhale, make space, exhale, let something go. Maybe you play a song and you move around your apartment or not, you just sit and listen to it. Let the music be some type of disruption to the in it so that we can kind of like come back out to presence. If meditation works for you, if speaking, this is where we're going into the vocal release. If you're not ready to talk about it to anybody else, just start talking out loud. Maybe you journal. I'm, I'm more of like a speaker than a journal a journaler. I like to, to walk and talk. I'm just talking to myself. <laughs> I have my earbuds in, so people may think I'm on the phone call or I get in my car and I just start saying what I'm feeling. Feeling really frustrated, feeling really sad, feeling like this is never going to end. I don't know what to do. Just get it moving. So ultimately, we're finding you, yourself, if you're listening, you're finding one thing, something that speaks to you to move the energy and the emotion that you are currently experiencing. If you can move it a little bit, there's going to be a release. Yeah, thank you for that. Um, this has been a wonderful conversation, and I feel like we could kind of pick your brain forever, <laughs> but, um, as we start to wrap up, we always ask three kind of wind, wind up, wind down questions for our guests. I'm actually really curious, um, for the first one to ask you. So we've, you've shared a lot about your, you know, your practice through the class, but what are your, um, daily self-care practices? And do you have any sort of non-negotiables, um, in your day for yourself? Mm -hmm. Thank you for asking. There's a lot of them <laughs> and they change on, on what I'm, what, depending on what I'm doing. Um, I would say it starts usually the night before sleep is very important to me. I don't always get maybe six to eight hours, but the quality of my sleep, my sleep sets me up for the next day. So you hear people talk about sleep hygiene, dark rooms, certain degree of temperature, eye mask, specific sense, if that works for you, technology goes away, all of that, that, that sets me up. The big things throughout my day that help me take care of myself are drinking a ton of water, getting to spend time with my dog in some capacity. She is, she is like that tactile touch and also, also emotional support helps me get out of my stuff really does. Like it brings me back to, if we go for a walk, I watch her. She's not taking things seriously. 
She's meeting tons of friends. She's moving on. She's letting stuff go. She experiences something stressful or traumatic. She shakes her body. She looks at me, mom, we good? We're good. And then she keeps walking. So I learned, I learned a lot from her being with her at some point in the day, doing something is a non-negotiable, um, moving my body. I am a believer of therapy. Therapy is important to me. I find having someone that I can dialogue with that has an expertise in the mind <laughs> helps me put things into perspective of, oh, there is a science to the brain and the chemistry and how things work. That really helps me. Um, and having some time of the day that is not focused just around work. So hanging out with a friend, going for a walk by myself. Through teaching, we create experiences that require a lot of energy. So having time where it's like neutral, where you're able just to let energy come back in and restore yourself in some capacity, that's being outside, being with a friend, but changing the, the, uh, the gears from like work mode to heart mode. It's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I love to about your dog. Like we can learn so much from animals and nature. I think so much. So thank you for sharing that. The next question we always ask is what does being courageous mean to you? Thank you for that question. So I, I like looking words up just to kind of understand the background of it. And there, there was a explanation around that word of the origins of the old French word, uh, courage. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly, but which means of the heart. I saw also a definition of an example of the word used in a sentence, which said, uh, like Susie was courageous by not complaining about her illness. That is not what it is. <laughs> I looked that up and I was like, huh, interesting that that would be used in a sentence that way. I definitely can say that that to me is not what it is. Being courageous is not brunt, taking the brunt and bearing something and gritting down with it and holding it in, you know? That isn't it to me. To me, it's choosing to be in the heart space, which means the truth space, and listening and acting from that place, no matter whatever storm and waves are going to come our way through the weather of life. Well said. I like that. Um... And then the final one is, do you have a book recommendation for our listeners? And it can be truly on anything, just something that's meant something to you over the course of your own journey. Yeah. Thank you. There's so many books, so many books, so many books, so many books. Through my fertility journey, I read many books, scientific books, uh, books about hormones, books about, um, you know, supplements, lots of things. And then I got turned on to this one book called Spirit Babies, which is by, I want to say his name is Matthew. Let me look real quick. Now, Walter McKetchen, I think is how you pronounce it. So it's called Spirit Babies. And the whole thing is how to communicate with the child that you're meant to have. So I read a lot of books that were about science, about supplements, about like health and things like that. And that was great. This book was more about the energetics of connecting to this spirit that is there for you in some form. 
Does that mm-hmm. mean that that spirit is going to come through your body? No, not necessarily. It may that your, your, your spirit child may not come through that way. So it gave me a broader perspective and, you know, I like to geek out about energy stuff. That's the stuff that, that I'm really into. It's, it's how I feel like I experience life and it, it helps me find more of the language around whatever the situation is, if I approach it from an energetic place. So being able to be like, wait a second, if there's an energetic spirit baby already here for me, then I can already start this process of communication with that. And I can open my mind to that. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to come through in the way that I was taught or educated around or the book that I read. And maybe it's through my dog. I don't know. Maybe it's through another person in my life. Maybe it's going to be through, um, teaching children something. I I have no idea. Maybe it'll come from another person's body, another egg, another sperm. I have no idea, but it, it gave me permission to exist already in a mother capacity without necessarily needing like a physical baby to do that. And that was Mm. very healing for me. That's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing about that. I've heard of spirit babies, um, but never explained the way you just even like gave us a taste of it. And I think, yeah, I think that's really beautiful. And we love, we love energy. We love a little woo on this podcast. So thank you for sharing that with us as well. I feel like I have to ask now, do you know your astrology? I'm sure you do, but we ask this sometimes. And I feel like some of our listeners may be curious. I am. (laughs) Yes. So I'm a Capricorn Mm -hmm. and I'm also, uh, a rising Capricorn. And my son is in Leo. Wow. I'm a rising Capricorn too, but my son is in Libra. Beautiful. Thank you so much for anybody who wants to find you, follow you, join the class digital subscription where you do get the fertility series. Where can they find all of that? Thank you. So all you have to do is just go to the class.com. You can visit us on our website. You will have access to our in-person classes, on-demand classes, live classes, all of our content drops, including the fertility series, which I also just want to add. We partnered with CCRM, a bunch of leading experts and doctors. It's backed by also science. We made sure that it was safe. Um, We have an amazing doctor, Dr. Talabian, who is an expert and also giving advice and making sure everything was safe. Um, You can go to our class Instagram, which is just at the class. But in addition to our digital studio, our in-person studio experience and these wonderful content uh, series that we're launching, we have a bunch of events we do around the world. We lead retreats around the world. We're doing a bunch of summer programming in New York and LA. So There's so many different ways to access what we're doing if the digital thing isn't for you, if the studio experience isn't for you. Many, 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 many ways. Thank you, JC. It was a pleasure to have you on the show today. We appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Courageous Wellness. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode featuring a different guest each week. Subscribe, rate, and write us a nice review. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Courageous Wellness or get in touch via our website, www.courageouswellness.net, where you can also find additional info about our health coaching services, virtual group events, newsletter, and more. Until next week, I'm Allie. And I'm Erica, and we're Courageous Wellness.